Spotlight. I'm Rachel Barenbaum, author of A Bend in the Stars. And today, a friend of mine is joining us all the way from Israel. Her name is Lori Banov Kaufman, and her amazing new book just dropped. It's called Rebel Daughter. I loved it. Lori, tell us what is your book about? Set in first century Jerusalem, Rebel Daughter is about an aristocratic young Jewish woman who was captured after the failed Jewish revolt against Rome and the destruction of Jerusalem, sold as a slave in Rome, and her Roman owner fell in love with her and set her free. And it's based on a true story. Wait a minute. First century Jerusalem. I want to make sure that all my listeners heard that because we think of historical fiction and I know I think of historical fiction and I think 20th century, maybe 19th century, but Rebel Daughter is actually first century Jerusalem. Amazing and based on a real story. So Lori, where did you get this idea? Uh, there was a gravestone that was discovered in southern Italy, and it was a major archaeological find because it was written proof that Jewish captives were sold in Rome in the first century. And it also revealed a very, very unlikely relationship between a Jewish woman, a war captive from Jerusalem, and a Roman. I can't even imagine how you would start researching to write a novel about first century Jerusalem and slavery. How did you dig into that? Well, I wouldn't recommend my process to anyone because it was more than research. It actually became an obsession. And I worked for 10 years with many of the world's leading historians, scholars, archeologists about this period to get everything right. And I felt an obligation to the real life characters whose story I was telling to tell their story as accurately as possible. So did you look at you know, books or ancient texts or museums? Like how did you research this? Everything, I went completely overboard. I mean, like I said, I worked on this for years and I mostly consulted the leading scholars of the period um, about the houses. I went to archeological digs and looked at them. I read dissertations and, and hundreds of books and spoke with people who were experts in everything, in ancient magic, in food, clothing. I really wanted to get everything right so that when my readers took a, the trip back in time that they would see it like it really was. Amazing, you did such a great job. And one of the things that's so impressive about Rebel Daughter is that while we are in the ancient world, right? The book is set in first century Jerusalem. I just can't get over that. Um, the themes are still so modern, right? It's still about a young woman who's trying to choose between her own life and her family, right? She's still coming of age. Can you talk about how you balanced that? The more that I thought about what it would be like to be in that time period and caught up in the what was happening around and and how a young girl would, would deal with that, she became real to me and, and totally fleshed out. And I tried to recreate her life, like I said, as accurately as possible. And what would have happened, you know, in terms of who she was supposed to marry and what, what, a, what was expected of a young girl in first century Jerusalem. And there's a lot that, that we can learn from some of the ancient texts, um, the ancient Judaic texts and the, the stories that, and, and the traditions and, I was just trying to flesh it out and imagine what it would be like to grow up 
with, with in that environment. I guess growing up is still growing up, right? <laughs> totally. And even though the world kind of went crazy then, there was civil discord and a lot of religious fanaticism, very much like today, people are the same. They want to live their lives in freedom and in dignity, and they need to learn whom to trust and whom to love. And family's the same. We all want to protect our family. We know that. So there was a lot that I found about people that would probably have been the same, even though the times were very different. And yet there are also modern themes having to do with the politics of the time, right? Or even of the Jews living as minorities in the Roman Empire, right? There's so many parallels to today. Can you talk about some of your favorites? Uh, there were so many parallels that I was constantly surprising myself as I read what went on there with uh, the populist leaders that would you know, lead the country to destruction. And um, unfortunately, as I was reading the newspaper here and reading ancient history, it, it felt eerily uh, similar, almost as if we haven't really progressed all that much. But um, especially for Jews, there were a lot of uh, issues that we're still dealing with today. I mean, how much do you uh, give to a sovereign power to live as a minority in a country? A lot of people deal with that situations who are caught in a war-torn environment. And there were many political similarities. What do you want people to take away from this book? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not really trying to teach anyone anything. I just wanted them to have an authentic time travel experience. And I felt that to recreate that world I and, and invite people in it, I had an obligation also to the readers to, to do it right. And when they walked around the ancient alleys of Jerusalem, I wanted them to see what Esther would have seen and smell what she would have seen and um, you know, touch the fabrics in the in the market and and felt everything that she would have felt. So, um, I think I want the reader to take away authenticity um, and a good read. I want it to be an exciting read. I want it to be a gripping story. And if somebody is spurred to think about deeper themes, then you know that's great. But I really just wanted to take people away back in time. Yeah. Well, you did for sure. You did. So uh, one of the things that really struck me was the violence in, in this era, in the book. There was so much violence. Even the opening scene is, right, sacrificing an animal. Um, I mean, there's just blood everywhere. Uh, was that hard to write? Did you have to pull that back a little bit? Yes. And I actually even pulled it back more than, than it's in the book. I mean, I totally toned it down. Um, the world was a violent place then. You know, there was slavery, there were animal sacrifices, it was genocide. Um, it, it was a cruel place. And I tried to depict it realistically, but I didn't want to have any gratuitous violence. And I, I hope that I struck that balance because, um, I mean, it is geared toward a, you know, a wide range of readers from you know, young adults to mature book club people. And I don't want people to be turned off by the violence. But on the other hand, you can't really tell a story about the first century and make it too, um, I'd say fake. <laughs> you know, this, this is what the world was like. 
And that's part of wanting to learn about different societies and different time periods. So what was the hardest part about writing this book? Um, I'd never written a novel before and I had to teach myself how to write at the same time that I was trying to tell this story. So um, I think the hardest part for me was just having the confidence to, to keep going and not get sidetracked reading, you know, hundreds of books about how to write or, or, or reading, you know, another book about Jewish nationalism or early Christians or, um, you know, smells in the ancient world. I mean, at some point you just have to move on. And I was slightly obsessive and probably insecure. And because I so much wanted to get everything right, I, I mean, I obviously spent way too long writing it. Nobody researches for 10 years. So I guess that would be the hardest. A lot of people on the show talk about spending 10, 15 really? years. Okay. <laughs> Reassuring. Yes. But I guess the hardest thing was when, when to move on, you know, when to say, okay, I've got it next. Yeah. But how do you research smells? <laughs> there are people that do research into things you would not believe. You wow. just... Think about a topic and there are people who've done it. Um, that was uh, that was something that, you know, there were big conferences in Rome about smells of the ancient world. So I, re- I researched that as well. Amazing. So what surprised you the most as you were writing this? I think something that you alluded to earlier, which is that people are really the same. The world could be so different in, in so many ways. And yet, we still want the same things. We still want someone to love. We still want to protect our families. We still want to have a sense of belonging to a community. And I think that's what surprised me because in the beginning, at least when I began, it felt very, very far away. I mean, this, after all, this is the first century. This is, um, you know, a time we don't, we don't see movies about this time period. We're not, we're not exposed to it the way we are about, say, you know, like you say, the, you know, early 1900s. And yet the more I immersed myself in it, the more I kind of felt at home there too, because people are the same. So what kind of advice do you have for new writers who are just starting out? You know, I think I'm uniquely qualified to give advice about how not to write rather than how to write. Um, I kept looking for all the secrets, too. And, you know, when you listen to people talk about waking up at 5 a.m. and writing 5000 words before they go on the run and all that, that didn't really work for me. I think the advice I would say is just don't give up. Eventually, you're going to finish and you just have to believe in yourself and keep going. I mean, there are many times I wanted to stop and I just figured even if I write two words a day, eventually I may finish this thing. So you were living in Israel as you wrote this book, right? Set in Israel. Can you talk about that experience? Sure. So I've lived in Israel for the last 35 years and it definitely made this world come alive because I could walk in Jerusalem and know that I was walking on the same road that Esther walked on, that my characters walked on. And that was a really thrilling thing. And and a lot of the recent excavations in Jerusalem are, um, I would they they appear in my book. Uh, the escape through the underground tunnels is is something I could walk through and imagine Esther and her family fleeing from the Romans on these very streets. Amazing. 
Lori, thank you so much for joining me today. I absolutely love the book, Rebel Daughter. May you sell many, many books.